Welcome to Inspired After Hours, your unique peek into the untold narratives of business leaders. We don't just talk business, we journey through their world, personal stories, and unique perspectives. Here we delve beyond corporate facades for intimate conversations that reveal the real life experiences of those who inspire us. Get ready to discover wisdom, extract life lessons, and fuel your own journey. Welcome to Inspired After Hours. All right, Devin with Arizona Entrepreneurs, welcome to Inspired After Hours. Thank you. Cheers. 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 Welcome back. Mm. You got to take a sip or it doesn't count. Very true. All right. Amber, let's roll in. We've had Devin on before. We have. But mm -hmm. Devin, we wanted to talk about Arizona Entrepreneurs and how everything's going. Amber? Yeah. So... Dev, for those that don't know what AZE is, we're going to call it AZE, people. Got to shorten it. For people who don't know what AZE is, what do you do? So Arizona Entrepreneurs, really what we do is we bring business owners together and support them in building authentic relationships that are going to help them to expand and grow their businesses. And then we also really support business owners throughout the state with, with growing their companies. So we have mentors, coaches, and people who come in to really support the people in our community with growing and scaling their companies. So our core focus, our core mission is just connecting all of Arizona, providing people with the relationships that are going to really help them to reach that next level, and then also giving them the blueprint and the coaching to, to help them grow. When you started this, when you, well, when you came up with the idea... <clears throat> And what it's turned into. How many years? Three, right? Three, yeah, a little, little over three years, yeah. So what it's turned into, was it, has it evolved into what you originally imagined? Is it different? Is it more? Do you wish it was further down the road? That's a great question, honestly, because I got to put my back, put myself back into the lens of like when I first started this, really what I wanted it to be. And it's definitely different. And, you know, there. The, the vision I had, so the vision I had since the very beginning, once we started to get traction with Arizona entrepreneurs was like, I want this to be the hub for business owners throughout the state. And, you know, seeing where it is now and how many people know of Arizona entrepreneurs, how many people have been to events, there's been over like 5,000 people to this point that have been at an AZE event. And to see like the type of expansion we've had and people we've had involved in the community shows me that like that, that essentially is the vision I have. And we are becoming the entrepreneur hub for young entrepreneurs. People who are excited about business. So yes, in, in some ways, it's definitely the vision that I had for it. And I think in a lot of ways, it's exceeded the vision that I had as well. It's because like when, when I first started, I just wanted to meet people. I was just out here lonely trying to start businesses. And I was like, I need to get around other entrepreneurs. So to, to see like my, the thought process I had back then, I was like, if this does not work at all, I'm going to start to open the door to some new relationships and opportunities. So this is something that I have to go after. And now like seeing how many lives were changed, like marriages, all the things that have come mm -hmm. from it is like this, this has really exceeded what I originally thought it was going to be. When you look up the road, when you when you say, okay, now now I've been able to accomplish, or we, because there's a lot of people, you know, yeah. moving the AZE wheel forward. What do you see in the future for it? Mm -hmm. As, as we continue to grow is like, it's just creating more engagement, more community. Cause at the end of the day, like I said, we've had 5,000 people at our events. We have around like a hundred, 150 members. And so I just want to create more of a tight knit community where people feel like they have a family, a place that they can get plugged into that they're supported with. And so I feel like we're on the, the right track for everything we've created to this point, but I really just want to continue to elevate, bring in more like venture capital, angel investors, people who, who can invest into the ideas and type of startups that are 
are involved with the community. And at the end of the day, it's just like collaborating with more brands and more people and bringing more opportunities into the community that are essentially going to feed and support the entire community as a whole. So I feel like there's not like a ton that's going to change structurally. Like we've built an amazing foundation, but there's just going to be so many more resources and opportunities that we try to bring into the community. I really want to ask, um, because I think people would look at you and go, how did he do that? You know, how did he build something like that? And there's something that I want to build, but it just seems like so much. Like, mm-hmm. I feel overwhelmed just thinking about it. Like, can I handle all of it? So how how do you get up every day and just keep going? Because I know there's so much more that you want for it, but I love that you're happy with the foundation of it. But you can't do everything all at once. You can't, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, at least for me, she knows I want everything today and now. <laughs> she does. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> you know? So so how do you do it? Like how do you how do you handle it all? So it's exactly what you guys said. Like I can't do it all by myself. And that's something like within the first two years of business that I started to realize it's like, okay, this is starting to become way bigger than myself and I need to start to delegate and build a team. So at the end of the day, that's like what is the most important thing is having people like I'm definitely a visionary where I have these ideas in the, this this community that I envision and want to bring to life. But at the end of the day, Devin Butler cannot do it all by himself. So it's it's really building those strategic partnerships and teams like mm-hmm. having you guys on board and supporting us with the marketing side of Arizona entrepreneurs and bringing more people into the community, having people like Paul and Jeremy to help out with the vision and the operations of the company. So what I've realized is like it's gotten to the point, especially like the last few months, we've really prioritized this is just building an amazing team of people that can help us take this model and this idea to the next level. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just from from myself is like how I wake up every single day and do it like to to hear these stories, like how someone got married like that. That that one like really hits deep for me because it's like their lives change. They're probably gonna have kids one day and they're gonna have a whole family. Like that's a whole. They're gonna like, name their son Devin. They're gonna name their son. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do that, but, <laughs> but it's whole, like a whole generation of people that could have ten, could potentially like be here on this earth just from like meeting at an event, which is crazy to me. And so like that's what keeps me going every single day is like building this community and constantly pouring into this community is like a ripple effect of how many people that it's impacting. And that's like very exciting and fulfilling work for me to be doing. Yeah. And I think I was going to say, I think we'd be remiss to not mention all the people along the way that were friends and just people that you met that just like, Hey, how can I help? And just jumped in. I was at inner circle last month and I was talking to David Navarrete and he told me that he was part of the journey in the very beginning, and I didn't even realize that. Yes, David. He's still a part. That's like my brother for life, yeah. and, and it's so cool. Like when we when we first met, we were both like just getting started. I had this idea for Arizona Entrepreneurs, and he like was just starting in filmmaking. And now I, I truly believe he's like one of the best to do it in Arizona with film. So like to see how far that he's grown in his in his path. But like it, it took those type of people that like before there was anything to show for Arizona entrepreneurs, I was like, I got this idea. And he, he's like the one I could think of specifically that was like, dude, I see it. And he was there to support and like help me grow from the beginning, from the content side of things. So all like everything we're doing at Arizona entrepreneurs has all been built off collaboration. There's so many different, there's so many different ways that Arizona entrepreneurs can provide value to so many different people. So collaborating with different brands in service-based companies and just different organizations that we can work with to impact our audience and, and to also continue to grow airs and entrepreneurs has been like exactly how we've grown to this point. It was not by any means just done by me. It was like so yeah. many, so many collaborations and people we brought into it. Well, that's what it takes. And I think 
uh, a big part of us seeing your vision and everyone else who saw your vision who came along and said, how can we help? Um, is that they also want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Selfishly, we need to be around other entrepreneurs who are going through what we're going through. We need the encouragement, but we also need the resources. We need the partnerships. We need mm -hmm. a lot to run a business. So there's just so many different angles to the strength of the community that you've built. Yeah, it's it's crazy because like when you think about any type of business you're trying to start, say I'm trying to start a you know, a solar company, for example, there's so many different things that you need to make a solar company successful. You need a marketing team, you need salespeople, you need to build a team. So to be able to have like so many people involved in the community and that are coming to the events that can solve those problems for all these business owners that we're bringing, we're essentially just creating a hub, a community of talent and of people who are really good at what they do. Mm -hmm. And through those natural connections and authentic relationships being built, it leads to so many different type of collaborations and it is, things. but I think one of the best things, one of the, one of the most pivotal parts of any community is shared values, and so AZE has turned into a room full of people who, yes, are very good at what they do and do want to grow their business in some capacity, but there's also this mentality and this spirit of I'm just as interested in what you're doing and your story and what you've overcome and anything you need that I may be able to access or unlock for you, that the, it's the shared values piece that the conversations now, because we've invested the time, and I would say that is one of the biggest pieces of advice to anybody who would be listening who hasn't been to an AZE event, come and then keep coming. Don't just come once, like really show up in that room because the 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 most beautiful thing happens is when you when you come back, you see those same people and you're all on this journey together. And so you can keep checking in with each other. And then we've 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 hired people we've met in that room. We have strategic partners. We have business partners now in that room. We have best friends who've come out of that room. I mean, brothers and sisters. And so it's it's phenomenal. But I would say it's the shared values piece that really makes that experience so enriching. I would totally agree. And I think that's what we've done a really good job of the last three years because like people come to these events and it, and it happens so naturally. Now we're doing a lot more with branding and marketing to really like position that identity. But people came to these events like genuinely just like wanting to meet friends. And I, and I think that's the thing that the networking space like there there's a lot of, you know, different events that you can go to where it's not the 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 commonality isn't people there trying to genuinely build friends. It's like people there trying to get clients and trying to sell their business. And so what has been super unique and cool about Arizona entrepreneurs, it's, it's an experiential environment. So people are coming in, making memories and having a great time. But there, like I said, there's also so many quality human beings in that room to where friendships are built first. And then from there they start to collaborate and do stuff together. So that's something that's so beautiful to me is that like, that, that's what I struggled when I first moved here and I was trying to start my first business is I went to these networking events, but I didn't I didn't leave with friends for sure. I left with 50 business cards and a bunch of like sales calls getting getting yeah. called to me afterwards. So to to build it mainly around people just like locking arms and having that family, that support network of people that they can constantly be around every single month as we're all going through challenges and trying to be successful and create impact is there's something super beautiful about that. It is. Yeah. And you've actually attracted a a group of, I mean, really everybody that we've met there is servant-minded. Mm -hmm. So they're not walking in, like you said, trying to get as many business cards as they can so that they can make sales calls. <laughs> or they're not looking to pitch to anybody. They're just looking to meet people 
And naturally, if you are looking for friends, then you're not thinking about what they can do for you. You're thinking about what you can do for them. And that is the vibe that you get there. Do you think that comes across in the online presence? So let's say somebody hears about Arizona entrepreneurs or is just Googling and trying to find a networking event. Um, does that come across through the social media was kind of one of the main questions that we all asked when we came together the first time, right? Yeah, I think like working with you guys, the transition of like the brand message and the, and the actual like copywriting and what we're putting out is like way more refined now to that message and to like be in alignment with that. But before, I think what we did a good job of is like all of our content was very experiential where it showed the type of experience we were putting together. Where people were like, oh, my gosh, what did I just miss? Like mm -hmm. people kind of had that FOMO the from FOMO. it. Exactly. So I think what we did a really good job of was like through video content, showing the type of experiences that we were putting together and people like seeing first like, oh, that looks fun to go to. And I'm also an entrepreneur. I want to meet people to where it set the intention of like going for an experience and to meet people versus like, oh, this looks like a great place where I could go <laughs> sell everybody there in that room. So, um, yeah, it has the the branding and the messaging is definitely evolving to where you can go to our website or to any page online and, and understand clearly what we do and what kind of experience we create. But I think through the video content up until this point, a lot of it being David at, at the time has like really been able to capture the experiences that we were putting together, which attracted the right people. Definitely that visual has always been there like people are having a good time yeah yeah and you can tell they're not models although a lot of people who show up for Arizona entrepreneurs are very good looking and <laughs> put themselves together and you know they want it they have an appearance because it they feel good about themselves and there's nothing wrong with that I really like being in yeah. a room with people who actually care about their appearance I don't know who it was it was the last event and somebody said I don't remember who it was but it was somebody and they said take a look at this room they said Everybody in here seems to have some level of physical fitness or wellness. or, And I went, wow, it goes back to the shared values again. Wow. Right? Like in order to build a business and to operate at this level, this speed, all the time, you have to do some good things to yourself by eating right and taking care of your body and having that physical fitness routine, whatever that looks like for you, staying in balance. At some things, I don't know who it was, but I said, you're right. I'm like, every single person in this room looks like they do something to make some good decisions to take care of their mind and their body because that's what it takes to, Yeah. I mean, you can hustle, but to really make it, you have to be in alignment and so strong all the time yeah. in all the ways. And speaking of, that leads me to, um, you know, kind of like the mental fitness that you need to be a business owner. Um, you bring in a lot of really cool speakers to the online um, workshops, let you speak to that, but inner circle and things like that. So yeah, talk about that. Yeah. So that has been like something that has transformed the community in a lot of ways. Like, so once we started doing our conferences, our summits that we host once a year, that was where we were able to get me personally, where I was able to get connected with some of these speakers that I really looked up to, but be able to bring them on the stage to like impact our audience. So that has been really cool. And then also with our inner circle and our network past membership, we have online coaching calls that we do every single week. So part of the transition, this happened about a year ago, but like first it started the first two years of Arizona entrepreneurs, it was just centered around networking. And it's interesting because a lot of this is in alignment with like the things that I start to need in business. I'm like, oh, the whole community, like I'm, as I'm growing in entrepreneurship, I start to realize all the different resources and things our community need. And so 
as I'm in the process of scaling my own business, I'm like, okay, I need help with sales. I need help with marketing. I need help with all these different areas. So I guarantee my whole community needs help with these areas. And then we started to develop curriculum and, and different membership offers to really bring in coaches. And a lot of which were like my personal coaches and people that I really looked up to and taught me so much about business. And then we brought them in to teach our entire community. So that's something that's super important to me because the connection piece is very very important. You need to have people around you that are growing, that that inspire you, that you can collaborate with. But you also need people who have done what you're trying to do to teach you the roadmap and teach you how to do it versus you going into it blind. So, um, yeah, we do a lot of stuff both virtually and in person to educate and bring on some amazing speakers to teach our community. Yeah, because at the end of a long day or long week, if you're going to commit to going to something, an event like yours as a business owner, it's got to be worth it. it. It needs to fill me back up because I'm probably a little depleted because that's what it means to be a business owner. <laughs> yep. And it gives you hope, you know, because you're not in this alone, which was a really big thing that was kind of your calling to do this whole thing. And so if you're not in this alone and you're, you're going to meet people and make friends, you also need to not be in the aloneness of what you have to face as a business owner, what the things you have to deal with, the challenges that you have, the the struggles, you know, all those things. So you really want to equip people for whatever they need to run their business rather than just make friends, which is great too, exactly. you know? So I love that. Yeah. And it's, a, I'm sure you guys have experienced it at some point. I feel like most entrepreneurs have, but that's like a dark and challenging time where it's like, you're so passionate about this vision or this business that you want to create, but you have no idea what you're doing. Like that's, that's difficult. And you hope do. nobody notices. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I hope they don't figure out that I have no, no idea. Clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, a lot of this was really just built off like me just going through those hard times and realizing like, wow, I need to be around people and and like obviously like people who inspire me and people who help me to grow. And then like having that epiphany and realizing that and then like quickly seeing how many people were looking for the same thing. Um, that's like really what got me started into it. But it's like that that's a very difficult time. And in, in it's, it's hard to start a business, let alone doing it by yourself. I truly believe that the one like key success formula is to be around other people who are starting businesses. So you can ask questions, share your challenges, but then also to have those who are farther ahead than you that you can learn from. Absolutely. And it, it's not like you can just find people like that. Yeah. So for you to intentionally put people like that in the room and at, invite people is really cool and something that a lot of people I'm sure are very grateful for. Yeah, it's kind of interesting you say that because I like what I was trying to do when I started it was find people like that. Like I, I the, the whole story of like how it actually happened is I typed in Arizona entrepreneurs on Instagram. And I thought there would for sure be an account, like obviously. And then I would just go follow everybody on that account and start to make those connections and friendships. So I was trying that route of just finding people like that and then saw like real quickly how big of a need there was in the market. But that's like the big vision I had for it was like, okay, I'm, I'm first going to solve this problem for myself. I need to start to meet mentors and meet all these people. And I, I could do that through this Arizona entrepreneur's brand. And then my, my mind was just blown where I was like, if I could solve this problem for like, all these entrepreneurs, all these previous versions of myself that are going through a similar challenge, like that is a huge opportunity because I guarantee that I'm not the only one out here that's going through that. And that's where like my mind really opened up to this idea of like, wow, there, there's a huge need for this. So smart. Did you have like someone in your ear, maybe like family member or something that was like, 
you can do this? Or was it your own voice in your head saying <laughs> you can do this? Or are you just one of those people like, there's a cliff, I'm going to jump off. <laughs> it's mostly just jumping off the cliff, honestly, for this. So, like, it's interesting, though, because in business, like, I'm definitely a visionary where I can see the the big picture, which is is the belief, essentially, which is mm -hmm. huge. But what I noticed is, like, my first two businesses prior to Arizona Entrepreneurs, no traction. I didn't necessarily have, like, a strong belief. I was just trying to, like, get in business and start a business. And when I started Arizona Entrepreneurs, it, I had such a strong belief. I remember so vi vividly, I was at Loco Patron with my mom and my cousin Amber. And I was like, guys, like, I know for sure this is going to blow up and like be a huge company. And this was like within, you know, the first couple of months of like just launching the social media. But I had such a strong conviction and belief in what I was creating to where it was essentially inevitable. But I but the previous businesses, I did not have that type of conviction. So I think part of that was like alignment, product market fit and just seeing like the opportunity that was there. Um, but, I, you know, I had. I'm trying to think of like supporters and stuff like obviously David, like people like that who were integral and like helping me grow it was huge. But like from like family and friends, like I was a failed entrepreneur. So they're like, yeah, show me something first before I believe you. But now, <laughs> now they're all supporters. But it, it, it did take a lot of belief in the initial stages because I didn't have that support network. Hence why I want to start Arizona Entrepreneurs. But I didn't have people who were giving me positive reinforcement and being like, you can do this. It was mostly like, ah, is that a good idea, man? <laughs> I love that, that the belief and the conviction, like I know this. I think that can be easily broken down, though, by people who are very close to you, who they care about you. So they're worried that you're going to put a lot of time and effort and money into something again, and then it's not going to succeed. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like they're they have good intentions, yeah. but mm -hmm. they could actually break down that belief within you, within a person. So yes. you had the the commitment and maybe the guts to just keep going you, yeah. in spite of what they were saying. You just, you knew it and you held on to that. So that's really inspiring. And, and that's why I think like community is the most important thing in the world and why I'm, so, and why I'm such a big advocate of it. Because like when you're going through those, those challenges, I call them when, when you're like trying to start a business and not seeing results and all you have is your previous friend group family that is not an entrepreneur and doesn't believe in it. You have no positive reinforcement and you have no positive reinforcement because you've shown no results yourself. So it's like, how can you, how can you still believe so strongly in this vision when there's literally nothing to show for it and everybody you're talking to is like, ah, I think you shouldn't do that. So the community aspect, when you have a group of entrepreneurs that are going through the same thing, there's something so powerful about that where I could be like, Amber and Chris, and I got this idea I'm doing. And as I'm going through these challenges and not really having a ton of results, I have you guys like, I believe in you, Devin, you can mm -hmm. do this. And that is so powerful. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't realize how important that is. Mm -hmm. And it's happened over and over in time. So there's stories of Silicon Valley, right? And the group of entrepreneurs, a lot of those original big companies would get together for coffee, mm -hmm. right? It was back in the Rockefeller days where a bunch of those, like the Vanderbilts, the Rockefeller, the like they would all get together. And so it, it's happened over and over again. And I always think about this because every time I'm at an event, there's a core group of people who now we either work with or we support or we see every month or we've hired them or we're now in business with them. And I always think that we are going to be the ones telling that story in 20 years from now of like, I remember I keep showing up and it was this person, it was this person. And and I, I say all of that because I think that these these the magic of this group is you get out of it what you put into it. And so it is showing up. It is showing up after a long work day.
And when we had the opportunity to work with you in a greater capacity, we started this conversation two, three months ago to become the marketing partner for AZE. It was like for Kristen and I, it wasn't, yes, there has to be some sort of business value there for us, but it was really for us to be aligned with an organization that one has done so much for us in all aspects of our life. But most importantly, it, it, it is that it reflects our values of who we are as people. So it was a no brainer for us to, to get involved at a deeper level. I have to ask you though, because you said something recently on a phone call, we were talking about the branding process and you go, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what branding is. I don't, you know, it's like, you don't really know it until you go through a process. And I felt like you unpacked some things in that conversation that just as a result of you going through, Deb, you're amazing on stage. You, you get a microphone every time you speak on that stage. And I know that's a big part of how AZE has come to be what it is, but you, you can talk about AZ all day long, but what was the value for you? How would you unpack? Because when somebody hears, you need branding, what's the outcome of this process for you? How would you articulate it to somebody that maybe hasn't had a chance to go through a process like that before? Yeah, I think it's it, so branding as a whole is something that is like fairly vague in the business world. It's like, what is a brand? Is that your logo? Is that your brand colors? Like what exactly is a brand? And so working with you guys, the thing that was like, life-changing for me is I've had this message so long in my head of like what Arizona Entrepreneurs is, the impact that we were trying to provide for our community and that that we were doing every single month through our events and everything. But I, I had no way to like say that. And I, I think I shared this with you guys on the call as well. Like literally anytime someone would ask me like, oh, what's Arizona Entrepreneurs? Fumble in my words, I would use 10 different examples of what Arizona Entrepreneurs is. And I could never clearly say exactly what we do and what we provide. And so working with you guys, it literally felt like all of the words that were in my head that I was trying to get out in a formatted way, that was our brand message that I could speak to people for them to clearly understand what we do and how they can get value from Arizona entrepreneurs. It allowed me to do that so clearly, like going through that process with you guys. So for me, like I know there's a lot of different assets of brand or different aspects of brands. You have like your brand messaging, then you have like the graphics and everything. But for me, it was more so the brand messaging that was really the eye-opening experience for me because this entire time, the last three and a half years of building this community, like I know what we do and what we provide, but I could never even just com convey that clearly just through a conversation, let alone through like a landing page or through our social media content. So being able to have a cohesive brand and then also like all the new team members we bring on board and our existing team to get them very clear on what our brand message is and how we how we add value to people. It, it's so clear now and, it, and it's very easy for them to convey that message as well as myself. So that was that was the biggest thing throughout the process that was um, like so far and we're, we're like just getting started. But the biggest thing that was really eye opening to me that I, I, I uh, actually the email that you guys sent me with like our our brand package, I, I responded to and I was like, Basically, along the lines of like the my LinkedIn headline now, I literally updated it the day of and I was like, I, I could never think of those words and like formulate that into a sentence. But like, that's what I've been trying to say for the last three and a half years. So for any business owners that have a business and are creating a brand, like creating a sustainable company that will be around for a long time. It's like, it's very important that you have a message that is the same across all platforms that your entire team is saying that you're saying as the owner and being able to dial that in so people can really understand what you do and how you, how you provide value to the marketplace. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the most 
challenging things for a business owner is when you have that magical opportunity in front of you, right? That person that you're, and they ask you, what do you do? And, and you say it in a way and you completely fumble over your words and you walk away and you know that you missed that opportunity a little bit, that, that, that you could have done it better in a way that would have grabbed them and compelled them or connected them to you in a more meaningful way. And as a business it's, owner, you it's the you same want... thing on online. It's the same thing on your website. You know, you kind of, you, you, if you think about it, let's say you have, you know, a thousand people hit your website tomorrow and none of them sign up for a membership. And you're like, why aren't they signing up? This is a great, this is a great thing that we've created. These events are amazing and there's so much that happens. And, you know, it speaks directly to solving a problem that, that business owners have about feeling alone in their journey and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really, um, discouraging when you have a lot of traffic going to your website, Mm -hmm. but, you're not getting yeah. those memberships or you're and, not. And the, the main way I, I saw this show up in my own life is like I would meet, you know, really high level people that could provide a lot of value to the community, come in as investors, whatever, whatever it is. And when they would ask me what Arizona Entrepreneurs is, I would downplay it and like just mm-hmm. give some cookie cutter explanation. Oh, you know, I run a community of entrepreneurs. Yeah. It's, it's like, what is it? You know what I mean? But if but now being able to like clearly say what our brand is, what our brand message is, who we impact, like I just feel so much more. I could speak with conviction as far as how we're providing results with people because I, I've I've seen that. I've heard the stories and and seen the community that we've created. But it was more so like the actual messaging and the framework of what words am I saying? Although I've seen that and know what we're providing, it's it's hard to formulate that into a message for a, a one-on-one conversation, let alone a landing page or social media. Yeah. So there's so crucial. much, there's so much that you could say. Yeah. If someone asks you what's special about Arizona entrepreneurs, let's say one moment you're like, well, this, this couple met and they got married and investors like, yeah, that's special. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Exactly. You're like, why did I pick why that did story? I pick that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, story of my exactly. life. <laughs> exactly. So when you have the brand messaging, you start with that. And we, part of our, our brand elements is an elevator speech, which is something I learned like 20 years ago in the beginning of my sales career, elevator speech, you know, you got to be able to quickly say what it is that the problem you solve. It's like, you know how there's this problem in the world? Well, here's how we solve it. And here's how we solve it uniquely. Boom, done. That is a, that is exactly what everyone wants to know, especially if they're a prospective member or inner circle member or investor, like you said, or partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. They want to know what problem do you solve and how do you ne- uniquely solve it? Boom. That's it. Yeah, that's that's actually a really good point because I think part of what got me tripped up is is we do a lot of things. Like we do a networking event. Mm-hmm. We got an inner circle. We do So I'm like explaining all these things in like not a great format. I'm oh, yeah, we do this and this and this and this. And it's like, okay, unclear message. I can't connect with it and understand what you do versus being able to say a few sentences that connect are very powerful and they can have a clear understanding of exactly what we do and how we can change their life or the, Mm -hmm. you know, the people they're around, whoever fits within that brand message. Yep. And the reaction is always, okay, I want to know more. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you've hit them kind of right between the eyes with, oh, wow. Wow. That is different. That's awesome. Tell me more. I love the way you described that though, from a business owner standpoint, because what I heard you say is it brought a lot of clarity to you, which then in turn brings a lot of clarity to other people. But there's also something where Jeremy talks about this all the time, where the most powerful energy you could put out is authenticity. 
And I know there's been times when people asked me, what do you do? And I say, marketing. Well, first off, there's a lot of really shitty marketing companies out there. And so like, you oh. just say, yeah, it's like reminding them of their bad ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, right? <laughs> like if people had a bad experience with marketing, which a lot of companies have. So being able to answer that in a way that actually I feel more confident, then that puts out an energy of authenticity and that's what people are interested and they're attracted to authenticity. But I love the way you do, you describe that. I think we we work so much on the process, but it was just nice to hear from your mouth, like the outcomes, like how is this actually played out in in on the backside of yeah. pushing the process? And I, I think the way you guys explained it throughout the process really connected with me as well is because it's like it's one thing. So if I can't say it very clearly in a conversation, can my team say it in a conversation? Right. Can the people, our members and the people who are involved with the community say it in a conversation? So to have like such a clear brand message, one, gives me the conviction to talk about it to anybody as far as how we can provide value to people. It gives our team that same conviction. And then also our, through through the content and through our social media and everything that we're doing, our entire community understands what we stand for and what we provide. So the, the ideal like end goal of it is, is someone comes to an event and talks to one of our members or someone who's been to a couple events. Oh, yeah, Arizona does this, this and that. And, it, and it's so clear throughout the entire community. So that's what really connected with me is like it's not just about me being able to say, say it clearly, but also our team, our members, our entire community really understanding what our brand message is and what we stand for. And then that's how the message is going to spread. Mm -hmm. Another piece of it that we do are the content pillars or the key messages. And so that's all the other stuff that you want to talk about. You're like, oh, there's so many things. Well, that those are the kind of like, we can talk about features and benefits, but we can also talk about experiences. We mm -hmm. can talk about inner circle, you know, the, the layers, the many layers to Arizona entrepreneurs. And all of that is also concisely put into a list of like 10 to 12 content pillars. And then we just repeat those things, but in many, many different ways from many, from all the different angles, whether it's visually or whether it's with the copy or calls to action or whatever it is. So then when, when you are scanning a social media feed, which we know people do, that's immediately what they do. Oh, yeah. It's like, Okay, how many followers do you have? How, how much engagement? Then they check your followers to see if you actually have engagement from those followers. Like, oh, no, those are bot followers. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then, um, and that, but then they're kind of like, they're looking at the visuals. Maybe they're watching a few videos. Maybe they're reading a few captions and they're going, oh, I, I get this. This is, these guys are different. Like, this is going to be a different experience. Mm -hmm. And then when they walk up to the door and they're checking in, they're not necessarily feeling like, oh, my God, what am I walking into? I have no idea. I'm so nervous. I'm intimidated. All these things. They're not any of that because they've seen it all on your social media. They feel like they've already been there. You know, they've they, feel like they're, they feel like they already know you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, oh, that's Devin. I see Devin all the time on social media. Yeah. Speaking of, Dev, so how do people find you and how do people uh, get involved with Arizona Entrepreneurs? So on social media, that's like where we're the most active, especially Instagram. So our Instagram, it's at Arizona Entrepreneurs. And um, through like the link in our bio, we have all the information as far as our website, all of the different memberships, all of our upcoming events and all the different ways that people can get plugged into the community. So I would say our Arizona Entrepreneurs Instagram is the best way to get connected, immersed with the community. And then my personal, it's Devin Ray Butler. So cool. it's the best way to get connected with me personally. And I tell and I'll tell anybody this who's listening and I tell anybody who's at the event, come up to a member of the Inspired Vibe team. 
you know, come introduce yourself, especially if you're there for the first time. We want to be ambassadors of this event. And whether it's you just at least met us or we introduce you to other people, but we just want to make sure, you know, I think it's 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 intimidating to come yeah. for the first time to an event by yourself. And so I always say, come find one of us, you know, introduce yourself and we'll we'll introduce you to other people. And now you know other people in the room and Friends for life. Exactly. <laughs> Friends for life. Yeah, no, it can be it can be intimidating stepping in those type of environments. But I, for anybody watching, we've created like a very laid back environment mm-hmm. where it's not like, a, you know, a big intimidating experience. It's just people there like you ladies, just authentic people who are just there to have a good time and connect and, and build authentic relationships that lead to so many different business opportunities. Yeah, 100%. Thanks for coming back, Dev. Thanks, of course. Seven. Thanks for having me. It's been Cheers. fun. Cheers. My glass is almost empty. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> That's a wrap for today's journey on Inspired After Hours. We hope our conversations have offered you unique insights and ignited your own aspirations. Remember, every story we share is a beacon of wisdom meant to inspire your own path. Stay with us as we continue to delve into the lives of successful leaders. Subscribe to stay tuned and join us next time on Inspired After Hours. Until then, stay inspired.